This is Tony Sanchez, head coach of the UNLV Rebels. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. The UNLV Rebels coming off a bye this week, getting set to host Wyoming on Saturday afternoon at Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas. UNLV 3-6 and six on the year with conference wins versus Fresno State and at Hawaii. Tony Sanchez now in his second season as the head coach at UNLV. Coach, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Good to be on. Great to have you. Coach, what were some of the goals for your football team in this just-completed bye week? Uh, you know, really, you get a little healthy. We're like everybody else. You know, you get those bye weeks, you got to take advantage of it, get you guys healthy again as much as you can. Um, and then really just kind of get a jump start on Wyoming. We had three good days of practicing um, last week and then get on the road recruiting. So, you know, there's a variety of things going on on and off the field. and It's just about improving the program every day. Yeah, Coach, you mentioned recruiting. It's a big part of any bye week. If you're judging off the rankings from recruiting sites, many would argue that your class from last year, the best in school history, what are the criteria that you use to determine if a high school athlete is the right fit for UNLV? You know, it's kind of funny. You know, in my experience, obviously, you know, as a high school coach for many years, I coached a lot of guys that had a ton of stars, and I kind of scratched my head about it. And there was other guys that were a little less, you know, ranked and maybe not really as popular over the years and, you know, ended up being great college players. So the one thing is, you know, obviously with the, with the collective, you know, work of the group is we're not really worried about chasing stars and chasing rankings. We have to do a great job of evaluating guys we don't believe can help improve the program and move it forward without trying to win the popularity contest. And there's plenty of guys out there, you know, when you look at Wyoming, what they're doing right now and what a great job they have. Um, you know, in developing guys. So that's what it's all about, finding guys that, that, that fit your system, uh, bringing them in, developing them, and not worrying about what other people think about them. Do you have to adjust the way that you recruit given the lack of depth that so many different position groups in the program right now? Well, see, that's the biggest problem we last year. Not a problem. It's, it's one of the things we got to work on. When you come in, you know, one of the things that, you know, a lot of, you know, the general fans don't realize is you've got to make sure that you spread the depth out throughout the roster so that you don't ever have those pitfalls. So, for example, when we first got here, you know, that first spring, we only had four scholarship receivers, um, and, you know, it's hard to, you know, compete with that, you know. So then we bring three in, but then you lose two to graduation, now you're back down to five. So we're finally in a year where we're going to bring in three and we'll be to ten. You know, offensive linemen, we only have 12 on scholarship right now. We've got to increase that by at least six. But you can't overdo it in any one year, otherwise you deplete other areas. So I think by the end of this year, we're going to be pretty darn close to having uh, spread numbers We'll be a little thin in the, um, the defensive uh, end spot, you know, um, after this recruiting cycle. We're going to have to address that that following year uh, just to get that number up to where it needs to be. But offensive line receivers will be in a better situation, um, and, you know, and linebackers will be in a much better situation. So it's getting fixed as we move forward, and at the same time, you got to make sure that you bring in some special guys to be difference makers. Coach, of course, such a huge part of the recruiting conversation is pitching the campus and the football experience to prospective players. How has the announcement of the new Fertitta football complex changed the game for you in that regard, as well as the Nevada State Legislature creating a likely path to a new stadium, whether it's with the Raiders or on campus? You know, it definitely has, especially the, um, I'll be honest, the football facility, probably even more so than the stadium right now. Um, you know, the Fertitta football complex is going to be an amazing building, over 70,000 square feet, you know, right here on campus. Uh, it'll have all the bells and whistles and all the training tools and the things you need to go ahead and, and be able to compete, you know, um, in a relatively equal, you know, playing field with your peers in the Mountain West and others outside. So, 
that's a big deal. You know, we've been in the lead, and it's not a bad building now, but we share it with eight other teams, and, you know, we've cleaned it up the best we can, but we just haven't put much into infrastructure around here for many years. So it's exciting that this is going to happen. And, you know, again, having the renderings and the fly-throughs and things like that kind of make it a little bit more of a reality. And it's a quick build, too. We'll start construction in the spring, and we'll move into it sometime in the latter part of next football season. So um, it's not like it's, you know, years off. So that's exciting, and, you know, especially when we bring families and kids in, and once they get here to Vegas on their trips and we're able to show them it and kind of go through what it's going to actually look like and they can walk the physical ground, I think it'll be a big deal. Yeah, Coach, and I highly recommend all the listeners go to the UNLV football site and, and check out the fly-through, look at the renderings. It's it's going to be amazing. Now, Coach, Wyoming this week, you have to go with your third starting quarterback of the season in Kurt Palandek. A number of reasons why the passing game has been slow to get going this season, but what does Palandek need to do to be successful this week against Wyoming after his appearance at San Jose State? You know, it's just about making good decisions and not being too antsy, you know, not putting the ball in jeopardy. Um, you know, Coach Scott does a really good job of giving the quarterback some freedom at the line of scrimmage where they can get into some simple, safe things um, and also be able to check, you know, in and out of the passing game into the run game. So, he, you know, him being an older guy and having a little bit more experience, he'll be a little more settled down uh, than Dalton was. And Dalton's going to be a great player. He's just He's still going through some maturity things. I mean, he's only a freshman, and he'll get better. But we feel like Kurt gives us the best opportunity to to, to make quality decisions at the line of uh, scrimmage, pre-snap and post-snap. And, you know, again, you know, obviously, you know, there's been some adversity there at the quarterback spot, but then the receiver spot, too. I mean, you have three starting four guys down for the year. That's really affected the way that those guys have played because they just don't have as many threats out there. So uh, we trust in Kurt, and I think he's going to do a great job, but we've got to be able to run the football um, early in the game to help him out. Yeah, I want to get to receivers here in a second, but one more question on quarterback. You redshirted Armani Rogers this season, yeah. a four-star recruit at quarterback. Looks like you got a good one. How has his progress been on the practice field, in the weight room, in the meeting rooms, et cetera? It's been phenomenal. You know, and that's a tough thing. You know, I mean, people have asked, hey, well, you know, did, did you play him or not? And I think I see so many guys, and again, a lot of guys that I've coached have gone on and kind of got thrown under the fire a little too fast. And we felt like where he was football-wise, it would help him so much to be able to learn, go through the experience, travel to all these games, sit in the meetings, and he has progressed phenomenally. I mean, he's done a great job, um, really strong arm. He's right at 6'5", just under 230 pounds right now, runs extremely well. So he, you know, I mean, obviously he's going to have to compete because we're not going to hand anything over just, just because. But, you know, the future looks really bright at that position as long as he continues to progress. And he's um, he's a special guy. I mean, you'll see him out there warming up, you know, before the game. And I think every head coach we've played so far comes up and says, who is that guy? So he looks the part. Now to the receivers. Terrible yeah. luck with injuries this season. Devontae Boyd has managed to stay healthy. He has, he has put up numbers. What's the challenge been like for Devontae knowing that opposing defenses are going to be keying on him so heavily? Well, you know, it's kind of a frustrating deal, you know, with Kendall, Keys, Darren Woods, and Brandon Presley all being gone for the year, and uh, two of them, uh, you know, after week one. So and that's a tough deal because, you know, you can't just key on Devontae. I mean, Kendall Keys is just as big of a threat, and, you know, and Darren Woods and uh, Brandon Presley, you know, we really felt like they were going to have huge years. Darren started to, and he uh, blew his knee out during the Fresno game. So um, it's tough because you can kind of key on him. You can put a safety over the top of him, and, you know, the other guys are good quality players, too. But, you know, you got Makai Stevenson, who's a true freshman. Um, and then you got Elijah Trisquare, who's another true freshman. And then, you know, you got a couple other really good, hard-working walk-on guys that are playing. So, 
you know, it, it, it's been a challenge, you know, moving Devontae around and everything. But he's kept good spirits about it, and he's kept working hard. And I think he put a little too much pressure on himself. He dropped a couple balls, which is uncharacteristic for him, you know, the, you know, throughout the course of the season. And I think he just feels like that big pressure and weight. So we got to kind of lift that off and just, you know, let him realize that you go out and do what you can do. And, you know, we're, we can win games. And, you know, sometimes we'll be a little more blue-collar than we want them to. Um, but just kind of settling in. But it's it definitely been a challenge for him. More with UNLV head coach Tony Sanchez when we return as we look ahead to Saturday's matchup with Wyoming. That's next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Ron Carriger, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. We'll be right back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. Hey man, don't just sit there. The Mountain West Championship's coming. All 22 teams in action at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to vmw.com slash 2017 for tickets. Tell them the King sent you. The Mountain West Basketball Championships, March 6th through the 11th at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to get your seats before they sell out. Sellouts? I love sellouts, baby. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service, a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is it. A 14-week pulse-pounding thrill ride of a season has just one final chapter. The 2016 Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. The Mountain West two best teams collide in a 60-minute showdown to crown a champion. Don't miss your chance to see it live. Get your tickets now at themw.com. The Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. Work all year to get here. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Talking about that UNLV offense right now with the head coach of the Rebels, Tony Sanchez, in his second season in Vegas. Coach, between Lexington Thomas and Charles Williams, a sophomore and a true freshman respectively, do you feel like you found your one-two punch at running back? No doubt about it. You know, I mean, we're, the, the exciting thing, too, is how young we are on the offensive side. But, um, you know, Lexington's a great player, and he's, you know, proven it, you know, two years in a row. Just, you know, he's a really explosive guy. He can run. And then Charles has jumped on the scene. I mean, I believe he's, I don't know, I think he's 18 or 19 yards away from being the, the all-time freshman leader in rushing yards in the season. I haven't told him yet, so he's not listening to the radio. Um, but uh, those are good players. They're really good players, you know. And then, you know, behind him we got Xavier Campbell that, you know, hasn't had a lot of carries at all this year, but he had a good year last year, and he's kind of there. And, you know, then you also have um, – Evan Owens, a young man that we're actually registering, a junior college guy, a big 6'3 guy. We decided to redshirt because we were kind of loaded back there in the backfield along with Green. So those guys are the one-two punch. They've done a great job. And, 
they've really helped the offense move forward. I mean, obviously, at some point, we need, need to translate into wins, but we're having our best, you know, points per game and uh, yards per game production we've had in uh, 36 years. So we, we just got to keep on going and moving in the right direction. Over on the defensive side of the ball, if you could point to one or two things and say, this is what our defense needs to do to be better next season, what would those things be? You're playing the deep ball. I mean, it's really been, you know, we've done some good things. Our our, our defensive, you know, run stops have been really good. Um, You know, we've really improved in that area. We've given up a lot of passing yards and a lot of explosive plays, and a lot of it's been in space. So, We've got to become more athletic. We've got to do a better job of, of playing those deep balls. You know, unfortunately, you know, we've, you know, you take, for example, a game like, you know, the last game against San Jose where we did some really good things, but on two different occasions, you know, on third down, we gave up big, long passing plays for touchdowns. And, uh, I mean, heck, I think they were only five or 16 on third downs, but two of them were backbreakers. And, you know, those are the things that make a huge difference in the game. So we just got to be consistent, you know, being able to play that the deep ball. You coached at Bishop Gorman High School in Las Vegas for six years before taking the UNLV job last year. How have you adjusted and how do you continue to adjust to coaching at this level and dealing with college athletes? You know, I tell you what, it's not a lot different. Um, you know, obviously they're a little older, you know, when you're not dealing with, you know, some you know, some of your younger guys in the high school team will be in, you know, fifteen years old, you know. Here, you know, they're still eighteen, but I'll tell you what, they don't act much different. <laughs> it's um it's one of those deals where it's just about working every day, teaching them how to adjust from the high school to the college atmosphere, teaching them how to, you know, carry themselves around campus and in the community and make sure they have the right study skills and habits. And then obviously the football end is why they're so excited to be here. And uh, it's just getting them to understand that, you know, you can't compartmentalize success. You've got to be that person pursuing greatness every day and every single thing you do academically, socially, athletically. So it's, it's fun. I mean, you know, your whole day is, you know, devoted to football. And, um, you know, I tell people all the time, kind of, you know, tongue in cheek, you know, best thing about getting this job is, you know, I finally got a bunch of help now. I got a bunch of great coaches around me and support staff. And, you know, when you're a high school coach, you're, you're the equipment manager, you're the director of football ops, you're the coach, you're the coordinator. You wear a lot of hats, so this has been uh, it's been a good, fun transition. I'm excited about where we're going. All right, Coach, Wyoming this week. Craig Bull has the Cowboys rolling right now. So whether it's Josh Allen in the passing game, Brian Hill pounding the rock, they can flat-out move the ball. How do you slow that group down? Well, you know, he's, done, he's, he's got his blueprint, what he wants to do. Um, you know, obviously they want to be a big physical team. They want to run the ball downhill, run a lot of power, and, you know, they're going to, they're, they're a really good screen team. You got to watch out for that. And then obviously when you have that, you know, kind of 21, 22, you know, 12 personnel package and you're running the ball, that's going to lend to some good free access throws and play action pass. So we got to do a really good job of, of trying to, to make them a little bit more one dimensional. We've got to do a good job, obviously, stopping the run. Uh, easier said than done, but that's what they want to do. They kind of want to lean on you and be a real physical team up front. So I think if we can do a good job playing against the run and, you know, we've got to have a good day in the back end because they're going to get some opportunities, you know, in, in some uh, situations where, you know, you've got, you got guys in space with wideouts. So if we play well in space, you know, in the back end and, you know, do a good job against the run, we got to, you know, I think we've got a shot. All right, last thing. What stands out to you about this Mountain West Conference here in 2016? It's just, there's, there's such a, I mean, it, there's no huge discrepancy in any team. I mean, on any given day, any team can beat each other. I mean, there's just not a huge margin. I mean, you know, you, you know, we go up to Hawaii and win a close game, and, you know, even the Fresno game wasn't that far away. And, you know, and then you look at the way Fresno, how close they played Boise State, and then Wyoming beating, you know, uh, beating Boise State. And, you know, even last week, I mean, heck, I think you had a seven-point game at, 
at one point during the, the third quarter last week with Utah State and Wyoming. But it, it, you could just change the names and you look every week. I mean, none of these things are runaways early in games. You know, other you know, we we got it taken to us pretty good against Colorado State early in the game. But most games are pretty darn tight all the way through, and you know, someone pulls away towards the end. And, um, so I just don't see a huge discrepancy, you know, between uh, between teams. UNLV returns this week. They will host Wyoming on Saturday afternoon at Sam Boyd Stadium. Tony Sanchez winding down his second season as the head coach at UNLV. Coach, always a pleasure. Thank you for the time and good luck this week. All right, you got it. Take care. We'll run through that Week 11 schedule, including Wyoming UNLV, when we return after these words from your local station. This is Nick Rolovich, head coach of the University of Hawaii football. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. 